Hello and welcome to the Unusual Stories podcast. I am your host, Wojciech Salski, and in these episodes I will share my writing as well as thoughts on different topics that come to me as I put a pen onto a page each day. At the end of each reading, I will offer you a little insight to my thoughts and a nudge of inspiration to look into your own life and hopefully entertain ideas of your own choosing. I can be there in 15 minutes or so. I'll just make sure my wife is okay. His mentor hesitated with the decision. No, my friend, you take care of your family, he answered. I got this, do not worry, I got this. The beginning of their class was just around the timely corner. It was a matter of a few minutes when everyone would be joining, exchanging welcome wishes and asking the introductory questions. There could be some new participants coming, which made it even more important to be ready and in best shape possible for the webinar to start. The boy was thinking about these things as he plugged his earphones, prepared the notebook and glanced at the planned topic for the last time. Then, he connected and awaited his mentor's face, which would pop up on the screen as usual, ready and excited for the new lesson-making spree. Hello, my friend, he started as he saw his teacher's face. Hi, yes, uh, I am at the hospital at the moment, the answer came in broken by the bad reception tone. My wife is about to give birth, you see, so I'm just going to check in on her now. The boy's heart rhythm half stopped, half accelerated. Surprised and dumbfounded, he asked a few questions to understand the intentions of his teacher. All the while, his mentor was explaining his improvisation plan and wondered what can be adjusted as to fit the bad reception of the hospital, the boy reflected on the situation. It was the kind of a moment that happens in anyone's life, and more often than not it is much graver and stake-heavy than this little webinar of his. He thought how should he approach this, whether the session should be completely cancelled, or maybe he should take the stage and do his best with what he has prepared before. I can be there in 15 minutes or so. I'll just make sure my wife is okay, his mentor hesitated with the decision. No, my friend, you take care of your family, he answered. I got this, do not worry. I got this. The decision was made. His mentor decided to stay on the call but gave all the hosting rights to him. He may have been there throughout the webinar but the boy doubted it highly. He probably offered to stay on the call to grant me the additional morale boost, giving me the feeling of security because he was there, thought the boy. He certainly is with his family now, his mind argued, and I am happy for him. I'll be okay. This is a chance to grow. He adjusted his seat, grabbed the notebook and scanned it for ideas on how to approach the subject he only recently learned about. He took a deep breath. This is one of those moments when you step up your game or call in sick and stay home, he reflected. And I do not feel like the kind of a guy who calls in sick. The session went quite well. From the boy's perspective, it was engaging enough and hopefully free from information overload. His audience was made up of his family and friends, 
which helped greatly as he didn't feel that much pressure and worry as he would if there were new, curious faces participating. He decided to explain the idea of money, paint the history of monetary system to his friends and touch on the topic of Bitcoin, first introducing the technical background of the whole shebang. It was a good challenge for him because it forced him to revisit and recall all the insights he gained from reading the Bitcoin Standard book, as well as the many hours of conversations he has had with his dear friend and a mentor. He had to step up his mind's game, remember it all, and put it into words that can be understood and unpacked by his audience. It was a challenge worth the effort. It was a challenge of true potential for growth. It was his challenge. It was good, bruh, his friend said after the session. Definitely a lot of information, but uh, I think you've smashed it. Thank you, the boy answered. I don't know how well I managed to teach everyone else, but it definitely allowed me to understand it all much better. After all, the best way to learn and acquire knowledge is to share it with another. The best way to check if you understand something is to teach it. Thank you for listening to my story. This week I just wanted to touch on a few subjects that came out of this story of mine. It happened the other week and it was definitely quite a powerful experience considering that it also brought around the youngest child of uh, my mentor to the surf, Lil Lizzie, uh, has joined us. So that's beautiful, amazing, big ups for Lil Liz joining us during the webinar. I would like to talk about four things today and they're obviously interlinked and um, I think at the end of the day everything is in this regard but I would like to touch on them one by one and hopefully give you some ideas to ponder and reflect upon maybe incorporate into your daily activities. So first of all, as I mentioned in the story, I was obviously quite surprised to learn that my mentor and my dear friend Florin won't be able to participate and sort of run the webinar with me. This, is, this was the fifth webinar um, in the series. We had to redo it this week, which went great. But at the time, it was a matter of are we doing it or are we giving it a miss? But if we're doing it, it's only me. And I think this is a situation that you're going to find yourself in a lot of times. And the more you grow and the more opportunities and challenges are presented to you, the more likely you are to at some point wake up in a situation that demands of you to make that decision, make that choice. You either go for it, you try, or you don't. And I would definitely encourage you to try, as long as it's not risking a life of yours or your you know, safety or anyone else's, if it's something that you've been training for or you're looking into becoming better at, I think this is the exact moment when the universe tells you to grab the mic and um, go. So from this perspective, I think the biggest challenge that I find in those moments is actually the challenge to convince yourself that you can do it. Because ultimately, you know, with a webinar or with a presentation at work, with a um, presentation anywhere, <laughs> with an improvisation stand, 
maybe um, you're a stand-up comedian or maybe you're going into the interview and it uh, turns out that the interview is not going to be exactly how you expected it to be. I think in those moments, the first thing you need to do is realize that you will be okay, no matter what. You might fail, but that's going to be a lesson. But the worst thing you can do is not to try, because there is no learning in failing to try. It's literally just uh, pushing away, pushing aside something that you will have to challenge yourself with at some point. I want to invite you here to ponder this maybe slightly morbid idea that uh, I do not, do not think is that morbid. I think it's actually quite powerful and it definitely served me quite well with motivation on, on different things. Jordan Peterson invites in both his lectures and in his book to become the kind of person that can be reliable on the deathbed of your father or mother. To basically become the reliable, strong person that is going to hold the family together when this inevitable tragedy hits at some point in the future. And it may sound morbid, it may sound a bit extreme, but I think it can be applied to non-extreme things as well and it really strives to make us a better person. Think about it, it's a choice. Do you want to be the one that others can rely upon or not? Do you want to be the one that can help your friend when your friend needs your help or not? Do you want to be the one that is ready to take the wheel when it's necessary or are you going to let that pass and maybe stop yourself and others from advancing wherever you're going? Secondly, I wanted to point out that uh, teaching others about anything is the, probably the best way to teach yourself or at least to review what you know. I've heard somewhere sometime that uh, if you know how to explain something to another person, it means you understand it. And uh, I do remember from school, for example, preparing cheat sheets in my high school and actually becoming more and more prepared for the class itself or for the test itself because of all the time I've spent repeating and uh, recreating, rewriting all that stuff, which is another thing, you know, repetition, but also sharing it with another, maybe helping one another or telling someone, how do you see it? So this was a big challenge for me, but it also, as I mentioned in the story, gave me a huge advantage of uh, trying to put into words something that I only understood sort of intellectually and that way I also could use it to my advantage and learn from it myself, put it into my own words. Thirdly, I just wanted to say, you know, this is such a cliche and I think many people perceive it as that, but it's also, in my opinion, the essential part of life especially in the hectic lives we live in, you need to prioritize. And we've talked about this before multiple times and I think uh, I would like to just invite you to consider what are your priorities at any given moment because there was a moment during that uh, evening when Florin offered that he's going to be back in a second. You know, he wanted to help me. But then the thing is, of course the family is more important. This webinar is nothing in comparison to that. And of course he didn't want to disappoint me. He didn't want to let me down. And that is very noble. But myself as a good friend, 
I don't think I wanted to let him down either in letting him go to be able to experience this wonderful and miraculous event of, of having another child born. So I invite you to consider what are your priorities. And when you know what are your priorities, prioritize accordingly. And finally, and I know that this um, podcast might be a bit longer than usual, so sorry for that, but I think it's worth exploring all those uh, aspects. Become more courageous in your acts. I cannot stress it enough. I think we've already had an episode about it. If not, I'm going to make sure to have one at some point elaborating on this. Courageous does not mean that you do not feel fear or you do not have any doubts. Courageous means that you have all of that and you do it anyway. You know you might fail, you're worried about it, but you go for it anyway. You do what is required. And the amazing thing that I found again and again in my life, and of course over time you become better at it because it's like a muscle. Confidence is a muscle. Courage, in my opinion, is also a muscle. I found that again and again, the moment that I trusted myself I can do something, I not only did it, but I would usually do it quite well, and even more so because of certain skills that I acquired. And of course, this is going to be applicable for any of your other skills, not exactly what I represent, let's say, or what I have up my sleeve. The moment you decide to do something and you commit to it, the intuition takes place and your gut tells you what to do and you do exactly as you're supposed to be doing it. It's like switching on the button that literally clicks the autopilot into control. And suddenly you're flying. You were wondering whether you can walk because we were all in your head and thinking of the potential buts and ifs and what, whatever. And then suddenly, because you've committed yourself to the act, you're flying. And I think for anyone out there who's the artist, the creator or the magician of maths or any other skills and um, abilities, or if you're just good at doing something, a dancer, let's say, you go into the zone. And that's, of course, going to even more so empower your ability to do intuitive stuff well. But at the end of the day, the first step is to just trust this, trust the process and go. Make the decision, take that first step, and see how you dance. I think this was very, very powerful for me during the webinar to realize that the same way that I sit down with the page in the morning and I don't feel like writing it, but at the end of the page, I'm surprised by the amount of stuff that I've written that is ultimately amazingly wonderful. Definitely not what I would have written if I was thinking about it too much. The same way during that webinar, I jumped into the topic tried to explain it and I'm quite astonished with the result and of course this is just one of many this is the stepping stone but this is what you can do when you commit yourself to something when you make the decision and you follow through so yeah quite a few different things for you this uh, beautiful week I invite you to revisit those four I invite you to, to consider the challenges that you're faced with and uh, face them 
I invite you to teach others and um, by teaching others, teach yourself even better. If you know something, share it with another and you'll know more of it. I invite you to consider your priorities and prioritize accordingly. Trust that what is your priority should be the priority in your day, in your month, in your year. And finally, have courage. In whatever you're doing, have courage to do, to act, to try, to fail and try again. If you fail, as long as you've tried, that's not a failure. That's just a stepping stone. It's a learning curve. Do not fail to try. That's all. Other than that, have a great week. Stay happy. Stay healthy. And I'll see you next time.